Have you ever had a day start out just ordinary and then by the end of the day, an event had happened or maybe even a series of events that completely changed your life permanently? There's a verse for that. Welcome to Off Script to Keep the Heart. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, teacher, and conference speaker. Sharing lessons from the Word of God is her passion. Now, back to today's important study. Off Script is an episode where we're just going to cover some verses from the proverb of the day, and we're going to look at them through the lens of how to apply them to our lives. So today we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 27. I was talking about how life can change in an instant. I know there have got to be listeners out there that have gone through that. If we could sit at my dining room table and tell stories, I am so sure that we would be riveted to listening to each other with all the various ways that this has happened to us. But that's exactly why we're not supposed to even think that we really know what's going to happen tomorrow. We can plan, but we've got to be careful not to tether ourselves to those plans. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 1 says this, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We really don't know from day to day what's going to happen, do we? Think of any event that's happened recently in your last calendar year. And in so many ways, so many people went through things that just literally blew them away. And they had plans. We usually do. But what we have to remember is the scripture tells us, We don't know what a day may bring forth. So we can make the plans. But as I like to say, always do your plans in pencil and keep a big eraser handy. Next verse is Proverbs 27, 4. It says this, Wrath is cruel and anger is outrageous. But who is able to stand before envy? The person who is doing the envying is wishing that they had someone else's life. That's never a good position to be in. There is not a quicker contentment robber than to look around and compare yourself to someone else, something they have, or some position that they're in, and then see that your life is not like that. It's the shortcut to discontentment. We aren't able to deal with envy. It gets to a point where it's just too heavy and burdensome. If you're struggling with envy and you're looking at someone else's life and you're wishing that their life was yours, take that to the Lord in prayer and let that go. You don't have to live like that. It is so much better to learn how to love the lives that we have. Verse 5 says this, Open rebuke is better than secret love. We need honest friends. We need people who will tell us the truth even when it's going to hurt. The truth itself may hurt, but we shouldn't come with a baseball bat to deliver it. What it means is we don't want to tickle someone's ears by just telling them what they want to hear. That's not true friendship. The very next verse in Proverbs 27, verse 6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. So there are going to be times when our friends may have to tell us something that we don't want to hear, but they're saying it because they love us. And we want to be careful to keep our receivers turned on. When a good, godly, trusted friend is giving us a warning or a caution, We need to pay attention because they care, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Be careful about people who aren't walking closely with God and they're giving you a lot of flattery. Those are the kisses of an enemy. They'll tell you things you want to hear. 
They'll, they'll build you up in ways that are not healthy. Always be careful about someone that's trying to encourage you in a wrong direction. Let's look at verse 9. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart. So doth the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. Have you ever sat down with someone, a close, trusted confidant, and just laid some things out on the table? and You felt so relieved after you talked because you knew that that person cared, that they were, they were listening from the heart, and that they really wanted to help. That's that ointment and perfume that rejoices the heart. Don't you come away from those kind of times just feeling so much lighter in your soul? And that friend is giving you hearty counsel when that counsel is based on the Word of God. It's so good to have godly friends. They can help us when we've driven into the ditch. They can reach down and help us get back out. And they care enough about us to help us to get out of those stuck spots when we might be in a dark place now and then. It's so encouraging to have good godly friends. They are so worth cultivating. Have you noticed that Proverbs 27 has a lot to say about friendship? Let's go and look at the next verse. Proverbs 27.10 is an interesting friend verse. Thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of calamity, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. Friendships are so important, and it's really a good idea that we keep them cultivated and that we pay attention to our friends not only when we're having a four-alarm fire, but at all times. And we want to be tuned into what's going on in the lives of our friends. And I mean that not in a nosy way, but in a caring way. Have you ever had a sense in your spirit that you need to check on a friend and you checked on them and found out that they had a need right then? That's what I'm talking about. Thine own friend and thy father's friend, forsake not. We need to pay attention to our friends and our friendships. Friendships are a lot like a garden. They do need tending. It's not every single day. You don't have to feed and water and put miracle Grow on every single day. But friendships do need tending. And it's so important that we not neglect our friends. There will be times when our friends will need us, and then we trade places. We need them. But the scripture is telling us that it's even better than going to a family member's house in the day of calamity. When we had Hurricane Sally here in Florida, the first people to my house after the hurricane were some young people from the campus church in Pensacola Christian College, and they're dear friends of mine. And they live about five minutes from my house. Most of the roads were blocked, and there were trees down and live wires, and it was a very hazardous thing to go out at all. But they wanted to come over and check on me because they knew that my adult son was out of town and couldn't do that. So they came over, and they they checked on me, and they went and retrieved all my patio furniture from all over the yard because it was blown all over the place. I mean, things were just tossed. Fence panels were blown out. It was a really huge storm. Category 2 hurricanes can do quite a bit of damage. This young couple came over, and they brought another young couple with them, and it was the sweetest time. Here we are after a storm. Power is out. We're sitting in the house, it's daylight, but we didn't have anything other than daylight. But they were there to be a comfort, and they were there to check on me. They reminded me very much of this verse, thine own friend and thy father's friend forsake not. They came in my day of calamity, because better is a neighbor that is near than a brother far off. It really is good if we not only receive that, 
but if we give that kind of friendship. And let's wrap this off script up with Proverbs 27, 17, a favorite verse. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. It's more important than ever to be a spiritually sharp friend. You're going to receive a phone call, if you haven't already, from a friend who's in a troubled position, and they're going to hope that you are going to be the person who sharpens them and helps them. We're so disconnected today. We're very connected to our devices, which has made us far more disconnected from people. So we know that these friends are in our lives, but are we trying to make sure that we are a source of spiritual sharpness for them and that they are for us? Now, how can we be spiritually sharp in someone else's life? One of the things we have to do is be in the Word for sure. We really can't afford to try to live the Christian life without the Word of God It's not successful. The Christian life apart from the word of God is the Christian life without the instructions from God. We have to remember that at all times, someone's observing our life and they're looking at our life and saying, oh, so that's how you live the Christian life. What do our lives say? Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. The way that that's going to take place the best is if we are working on being spiritually sharp. That way, when a friend is in need and they contact us, we're ready to be the kind of friend they need us to be. And also, just as we're walking along life's pathway, being that iron sharpeneth iron type friend is so encouraging to the soul. Well, sister friends and others who are listening, if you're not already reading your Bible daily, I highly recommend the Proverb a Day system. It takes less than seven minutes a day. In fact, I recorded a chapter of Proverbs yesterday because we're building a Proverbs library that we'll be loading into the site eventually. And it took me easily less than 10 minutes to read the whole chapter of Proverbs carefully and then add some additional thoughts about a couple key verses. 10 minutes is a small investment. Let's not give God our time scraps. Let's give him our best. That means that he's worthy of at least, at least a chapter of Proverbs per day. And you know what he'll give you in return? He'll give you wisdom and understanding and discernment, and you'll walk wiser in this life. It is one of the quickest ways to improve the quality of your Christian life, being in the Word daily. God bless you, and keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And life does have issues, but the Bible has answers. You've been listening to Francie Taylor. For more from Francie, visit KeepTheHeart.com for devotionals, books, and the popular Bible study series, I See You, In Christ Unconditionally. I See You is flexible by design and encourages users to develop the habit of daily Bible study. Visit KeepTheHeart.com today. Thank you for listening.